0: It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in DC, Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Golf DMV, uh, sponsored part by Cache Spine Sports. Go to GolfDMV.com. You can check out more on Dr. Smith and also by Love Life Cafe. Again, my drinks there, the hydration station and the liver lover We've got all kinds of great mm-hmm. stuff uh, there, uh, the Love Life Cafe. And we're going to do some live recordings at the Love Life Cafe coming up soon. We have yet to schedule those because I just made a decision right now to say that and so we're going to talk to the, to the rest of the team to figure out what days work with them very special episode today because you're going to be hearing from broderick young and al johnson the brothers from reveal wealth we reveal right there on the top of the screen of the website you click a uh, consultation and you can schedule a consultation with those guys um uh, and they'll talk about your money and i think you'll love what they have to say um, you know on the show for those who aren't familiar with how we do things here we've recorded that interview prior to doing this and so we know what they're going to say. I enjoy the conversation with them. Um, you know, I think that they that, that, that mm-hmm. the honesty in which they speak uh, or with which they speak, I should say. Uh, and and you can kind of hear their heart to want to help people build wealth to, 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 to get things straight. Kind of kick the tires if you're already a little money savvy and making some moves, want to make sure you're making the right ones and avoiding pitfalls. Um, that can come with that. I'll let them explain what it is that they, that uh, that they do. They're coming up a little bit later on the show,
2: Lawrence. I, I would I would say the one thing that I, I got out of the uh, the interview with the brothers was the taxes, which is something you know I have not taken a a hard enough look at mm-hmm. is taxes in retirement, and mm-hmm. uh, and we all are going to have to pay that piper. So we definitely need to plan plan for that. So um, I'm I'm actually I'm, I'm going to do the uh, consult, consultation myself because I need somebody else to look at what I've already
1: done. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, anything you going go have a surgery, right. you get two opinions, you know? What yeah, I mean? no, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was literally, you know, same thing here, you know, thinking about, you know, that same thing. But then as he was talking about, it, I mean, it's people, you know, in our families, if they get older, you know, I've got a mm-hmm. grandmother who's 96, you know, we've already kind of got her, Squared away the best we could do, but we've got other family members who I know in the future, mm-hmm. you know, as far as mother in law and other people that we take care of in slightly now, you know, with mm-hmm. certain things. That the reality is that we're going to be a part of the care that they're going to need as they get older, and so yes. I'm thinking about also not just doing it for myself but going to we reveal wealth.com and get a consultation for these individuals too, mm-hmm. so it can be less of a burden on me as I get older. <laughs> no, anyway, um but then even starting a plan for Manny, like you know, what should we do? because. They told, uh, man, Broderick told this story, you know, Al, and you'll hear it. I'll just mm-hmm. turn 45 uh, in March um, and, and Broderick broke it down to where if his parents had invested in in, in some asset or something that he was talking mm-hmm. about at the time that he was born at a small amount a month, that it would have been two point something million dollars by the time he turned 45. And so it's stuff like that that we could start now for our kids you know what I mean? And so. And so, yeah, well, you'll hear about that uh, later up uh, later on coming up um, in the interview. Um, let's see. We've got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, you know, Zurich, I guess we could start there. I didn't watch any of it. And I said I wasn't. You know, it's mm-hmm. just not that team thing is just <laughs> not my thing. No, um, I avoided it and just watched NBA basketball. playoffs know, yeah. all weekend. Times. Um, yep. So Yeah. Did you guys watch the Zurich at all? Um, I even scrolled on Instagram as they were uploading the highlights. I past it. I didn't even <laughs> want to see the highlights. I just wanted to watch <laughs> watch Brooklyn implode. The best yeah, I, wanted to see, yes. I wanted to see Brooklyn after trading away James Harden because he was the problem. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, basically, almost, and, by the, and I think they're playing tonight. We're recording on a Monday. They And they're losing. This. They're lo- see? They're losing in and, third and, quarter by well, 10. Well, and then here's what's funny. And, I, and and listen, I don't anybody's personal decisions that they make, I'm cool with. But when you're Kyrie Irving, you can't say, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I won't play if I can't. And then at the end of the year, say, well, we haven't really had a chance to play a lot because of chemistry. Huh. No, because of you. That's you. why they didn't get it. Well, team, not, not, now, like. now, 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 Claude, now
2: let's think about this. Okay. Uh-huh. Is okay. it is it Kyrie's fault that COVID came about? Or is no, it's it not. COVID's it's not. Fault no, that COVID no, came right. about. No, by the no. way. The it's the <laughs> government. That's what it but is.
1: It's the, go- the government. <laughs> <laughs> no, by the way, I, a lot of people who don't like Kyrie for these reasons, you know, say, oh, he's not a good teammate. He's not a I, I I love the fact that Kyrie will take a week off in the middle of the season for mental health breaks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I love the fact mm-hmm. that he doesn't let the league or teams pimp him out or yep. fans make it. No, he he's his own person, you know what I mean? Yes. And like if he wants if he wants to play this mm-hmm. week, he does. If he does and and I understand that sometimes that makes that makes him unreliable as a teammate. I get it. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he makes his own decision. Yeah, and I'm play. fine with him. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, he with him saying, he's, and he sticks by him too. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, he gets so much. Forget the mm-hmm. vaccine. Like when he, there was that one time where he was, it might've been when he was in Boston, but anyway, he was taking time off or something like that. And he was like, I don't know when I'm coming back. I'm fine with that, and I get people don't like that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even with the vaccine. But you can't, you can't be that way, and then and then say, well, we have chemistry issues because we didn't get a chance to play a lot together. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. a little self warning. Don't separate yourself <laughs> from the reason you from, guys did. Like, yeah, right, yeah. right. It's like, and you can literally say, you know, we didn't get a chance to play out the season because I just because of you know I didn't yeah, want to play twenty games. With, I, yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> right, I wasn't able to come in. And that's and that's, and that and that's the reason why. So, anyway, it's not yeah. about him. It's about the Zerk, um classic. Uh, and I didn't watch any. Go ahead. I'll, yeah. Whichever one of you guys want to talk about it? Yeah, go ahead. I'll go. I'll go for it. I, didn't, I didn't watch any of it at all. I didn't. I didn't even see
2: highlights. That's how much I didn't pay attention to it. And I'm looking at the results now, and I do see that my guy. Because I think I picked. A couple weeks ago whenever this was we talked about this i thought i liked sam burns and you, Billy did. Horshall, he, you did. did yeah did. they came in second place so yeah. if very if close if that's if right call. so the only thing i can take away from this that made me happier than the fact that sam burns and Billy Horschel came in second was that uh the hated sergio garcia and tommy fleetwood missed the cut so <laughs> that, i'm good i'm good that's gonna make you happy that made me happy because because the, the next is killing me, but that's another topic <laughs> because <laughs> you hate Boston yes yes, yes. not yes. the team I like Tatum I like some of the guys on the team yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand smart right. but Boston as a city I'm not a fan of right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. So. yeah I didn't uh
0: I didn't get to watch much of it but uh to Claude's point about the highlights I did stop on the they, they, there's a short clip somewhere on Instagram if you go look it up of just Morikawa and and Wolf who I thought would be you Know in the mix, dealing. Um, mm-hmm. I think Thursday they didn't do much, they only finished. Everyone else is crushing as a team, like I don't know, four or five under, or whatever. They've only finished two under. And then Friday they just had this blow up hole, this sequence where Wolf drives it like a mile right, then more callbacks <laughs> to chip it back. I mean, look, just go on Instagram and search more call Wolf, you'll see it. It's it's amazing, but like to. To watch it, I kind of just, the, it, the body language on them, is what you just got the uh-huh. sense of
1: just like, man, this this isn't working. This partnership, right. must, this, we're done. Right. <laughs> well, see, and that's what's funny because, like, here's the thing. Like, we all know how hard golf is, and yeah. we all know there are times where you can make amazing shots and times where you make bad shots. I mean, we've all had drives far, middle, fairway, and then the approach out of the chip shot, you know, mm-hmm. goes, you know, six feet in front of us. Yeah. And, but 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 you're fine if that not that you're fine, but you can you can do whatever you've got to do mentally, emotionally or or practice to improve yourself, because that's that's what you did yourself. But it's something about like the team game where I just right. wonder if, on a professional level, right. how if if you're hitting a shot and then and you got a teammate, this alternate shot or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they, they have to follow it up. up and right. then they screw it up. How long does it take? Or professional to be like, I'm never doing a team event again, even right. though, even though with you even right, right with this person, even though mentally and you've played the game long enough, you understand I could very well screw up the same shot, too. But, it, but I just mm-hmm. didn't this time, he did. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't want to play with him anymore because of I just want to leave. Play. Can we withdraw? <laughs> right. let's just double withdraw <laughs> because, <laughs> because because with golf, it's so funny. There's this with success comes this. This arrogance that makes mm-hmm. you forget about all the bad that you've done yeah. on the course, oh. right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah, just the past shot, just the previous last shot from,
0: from a pro all the way to 18
1: handicappers. It's, yeah. th- yeah. it's my
0: favorite thing about uh-huh. golf. The guy would just be <laughs> yeah. dragging around, uh-huh. bam, boom, boom. And you hit one good shot and you're like, all right, so I mean, if I birdie
1: this and then you right. try and stop. It's <laughs> like, no, Yo, you four petted the
0: last six. Right. The <laughs> well, that's
1: the thing. I mean, the, the, the worst, the worst phrase in golf that and we've all said it and we know it's the most ridiculous thing. to say, But we said it. We've heard other people say it is I think I figured it out right no no you have like, I think no, yo, I think I figured out like my <laughs> no. iron so I think right. I figured my drive. I figured out the compression thing yeah. and drawing the ball But mm-hmm. like, no you didn't figure no. it yeah. out you, you accidentally you accidentally made
2: a good shot which <laughs> what happened
1: yeah yeah you, you figured out how how to draw the ball but you were actually trying to hit a fade and try to cut it around a corner like you weren't even trying to draw it so what are you yeah. talking about like no you go to the range and you don't even aim at targets like you don't know what you're doing is right. <laughs> <And so it's, laughs> I, I think it's like,
0: it's like we were talking about the NBA earlier. I think it's like the NBA where the NBA is like a game, a game of streaks, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, one team goes for 10 another goes for 20 golf is like that with this. like, you're right. Cloud, you've never figured it out. I just, the the, current, the the terminology is I'm on a putting streak right now. What, right. And, right, and, and, and right, you know what you're right. practicing. You get in your mind, you could have it to where this is the thing. Don't even mm-hmm. believe it. I just think that, Hey, this thing that I'm working on right now is working for my putting and my driver in, right. in six months. Your irons mm-hmm. and your chipping, will, your short game will be on, exactly. and your putting will yeah. be gone, mm-hmm. and you'll right, be on into right. all two new things. So just when the streaks come, when the good streaks come for whatever part of the game they're mm-hmm. on, just accept them and don't believe that you've got it because you don't have anything.
1: You don't have anything. No. Bones don't have it. The last, two, right. the, last, the last two rounds we played, I played with Vern. Vernon said, like, My putting has gotten better in those two yes. rounds. My attitude is, I put it better that round. That's it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, that round, I put it better. Who knows what's mm-hmm. going to happen next time? <laughs> you know, I, don't, yeah, I don't. It has know. no bearing on the hope next it round. Continues, yeah. but that round played
0: better. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, so if we can stay there really quick, well, uh, I know we have a lot of center golf to talk about, but I forgot to mention. Um, I played. I got to play whiskey and then Maryland National back to back. Oh, yeah. So your last thoughts Friday. on the two? Yeah. I, so because yeah. So, man. Um, both, are look, both, both are great, great courses. Both are great courses. Looks wise, mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know, I, I might give the edge to whiskey. I, I sure. might have A- to. Give aesthetically, the edge. yep. In really? Italy, this, really? So, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay. And again, this is just me coming from, like, okay. um... um yeah, just really beautiful fair, you know, they, they, they had it together. Maryland National These there's a, there's a couple of fairways need to come in a little bit, but still. Please, oh, okay, gotcha. We're talking, we're ta- we're splitting hairs here. Right. But difficulty wise, mm-hmm. obviously, obviously it's national. And, mm-hmm. uh, to Claude's point about the putting. Like, you, like you've like you been putting well. I've actually been putting pretty decent lately too, like scrambling a lot I, on whiskey, bro. I like, I scrambled for six, like six holes in a row to make parks. It was amazing. <laughs> no. Even, even Matt, even our buddy Matt, Matt was out there and he said something. He was like, he's like, hey, man, you're uh, putting, putting pretty good, like six footers walking them in. I'm starting to like, <laughs> walk putts in. <laughs> oh, right away, and, and, and,
1: and to this point, before you continue, Vern, let me say this. Like we talked about golf and playing well with confidence. No yeah. one has a better uh, a golf confidence walk than Vern. Nobody oh, yeah. walks yeah. Right on the court. He does. To he kill. does the the. Damn near the uh, Jefferson. George Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I've been accused of that. Jefferson. I've
2: been accused of that. I bounce. No one. No one walks better when they're playing well than than. Bird. I got a little. It's, I got a little bounce. I hit a, I hit a tee shot.
0: Tee's gonna come out the ground. I'm gonna strut. <laughs> right. Oh no, man. Um. Anyway, you know, so ahead. so I was putting. So I got to play him back to back. And again, I'm putting, and then it's not just putting recently, well, recently whiskey. Like the previous four rounds, doing mm-hmm. well. I'm like, cool. I'm, i like you said to your point, cloud. I was like, I got this thing, got this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in the national, and <laughs> I don't know what kind of greens these are, LB. But I don't know if you remember last time we played. We were, I don't, I don't know if you were there. We, we were, we were having trouble gauging the green Speed. speeds, mm-hmm. and I figured out or we, or Glenn and I figured out why we were there because he was there with us. That they have this type of green, it's almost like a, a pinehurst where, it, it grabs the ball a little bit, right? We, well, we have a the little gra- grab. If, you, if you're yeah, if, if you're into the grain, mm-hmm. it, it stops on a dime, and if you're yeah. with it it's going to roll off the surface of the earth. Yeah, so once you figure that out, bro, you want to talk about like a night and day difference between one day Friday playing whiskey to Saturday playing at Maryland National with the putting. Like by the time I got to the end of Maryland National, I was so shook. Like uh, all the stuff that I've been working on, I was just trying to get it close to the hole. I was only thinking about speed. I was basically (laughs) playing pool out there. So to your point, all all it takes is for you to go somewhere newer to a different course Mm -hmm. and everything you think that you had worked out. You don't know mm, saying? Guy, it might not be worked God. out. So just yeah. take, it, yeah,
2: take it as it comes. Take it as it comes. And then my Snedeker told you that you only practice at the at the course, not anywhere else. Well, that's for him. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have no chance he to up the house. But you yeah. know what? It's funny because then I guess the once you're trying to understand stuff, things that we may consider golf geek stuff. You know what I mean? Like what mm-hmm. kind of greens are these? What are they growing in the fairways? What is, yeah. It matters. You know what I mean? There it does. Once you get to a certain level,
0: yeah. I mean, because it was it was legit. It was legit difficult. Cross like so towards like maybe in the last back nine, Glenn and I started checking. Like when like when we were on the green, he, we mm-hmm. we'd tell each other, "It's like if he was you know, uh, you know, I, off the green or whatever." I'd say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're you're going with the green now." So you know you can because it. Was, I mean, the difference was stark. Like the ball mm-hmm. would like hit and just check and stop. And mm-hmm. if but if you're with it. Man, forget about it. It's gone. You have no control. So these are things. And to your point, like I like said, as you get better, these are things better golfers can think about. I don't want to sound. Like, I don't want to make it sound like it's like we talk. You know, we're not the grain of the green people. No, here. no, no, no. no. <laughs> but but, not but an adverse but, effect on yeah. my ability
1: to putt. Like you've to, been, to you, well. no, you've noticed great. You've noticed great improvement in your in your putting. And then there was something off and then yeah. you thought, okay, well, let me. What's going on? You know, right. What's going on? Because, you know, and, that, and that's cool to figure that out. And then it's like, okay, well, now when you go play, those are questions that, you know, that, that you'll ask because yeah. it's important to, you know, to your, to your scoring.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I will say whiskey. Uh, I think whiskey has my favorite finishing hole. So oh, of, yeah, yeah, of, 18, of, yeah of, 18, of, 18. of all those. Yeah, I don't care yeah. how, you know, oh, it's yeah. reachable in four. I don't... The difficulty be damned, it's just perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. But see, and, but see
1: that's what I feel whiskey is right there. Throw, throw difficulty aside, it's yes. a beautiful course to play. And it's, I mean... Yeah, and fun. It's a fun course It's a course test to play. enough, and there's it's enough beautiful. test. There's, there's yeah. enough difficult holes in the You still got to yeah, hit not... shots. You still yeah. got to yeah. hit shots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not. A, it's, it's not a walk. You know. You know. It's not a. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. You're not gonna walk over the course. You're not gonna go out no. there and, and. You know. Yeah. No. Nah. But nah. Maryland Nationals, probably like you said, is the tougher. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah definitely yeah. Not, yeah. not. bad. Is not Maryland bad? National tougher than? I think it's tougher than Worthington. Uh, I think that'd be pretty think, close. They're pretty yeah, it's close and tough opponents, yeah. I'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. Worthington is probably the tougher course, but Maryland National beats it aesthetically. Like it's a nice it's a nice it yeah. It beats it aesthetically. Yeah. So I, I, so it's got it on that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, they're pretty close yeah. in difficulty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 difficulty Good you tuts. can go you can go Worthington and then mm-hmm. with looks and conditions you go you go um uh Whiskey but the better combination of both, the, 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 you know, yes. the conditions, yes. the way it looks, and difficulty is Maryland National. Maryland National is like Whiskey Creek and Worthington put together.
0: Yeah. Someone. There you go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's like a good, that. good combo. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And then we got something this weekend. I mean, we can circle back to this once we get through this stuff. But we got one coming up this weekend that uh, should be interesting for you to see where LB Spirits are when we come back Monday. next. Okay, next well,
1: let's Monday. talk about what's going on this weekend.
0: Okay, so we're headed down to Richmond.
1: Mm-hmm. To play royal we're new carpooling kid.
0: make that clear we're carpooling i'm driving lb i'm driving up Richmond, <laughs> so we can play
1: which is royal, usually lawrence's second question yeah, when it comes who's, to who's driving like yeah, who's yeah, driving? A, a it's, too far, it's too far for to all, all of us to be away.
2: driving separately it really is <laughs> it it makes you're, sense,
0: you know? you're right you're right uh royal new kid uh shows up typically uh, uh, wait a minute like, is
1: lb is lb the rick mccormick of carpooling <laughs> you know what oh. I mean, like because no one else really asks about it or cares one yeah. way or the other. and It's like, well, are we carpooling. Yeah, is he, the, he might be the, the Rick, that might be he is, his. He is, he's consistent. Here. that's his thing. Yes. 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 I'm, an old, I'm an
2: old man. I don't like to drive for so far. Yeah, he's not <laughs> an old man.
1: <laughs> yeah. I will take I him down there.
2: <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it frequently shows up on the uh, top top ten, top five, top ten list of uh, of uh, Virginia. We'll say top five, oh, really. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 it's one of the better courses in, in VA. So okay. our, our buddy Glenn is, is going down to visit a friend of his and he said, you always wanted to play as one of their better courses. Let's set something up. So we're all going. Yeah, meet you, Aaron. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think Troy's going to join us. Um, oh, good. So it should be interesting, but I reached out, Charlie, yeah, I know <laughs> the boss Golfs, Our buddy Charles Brown from the boss Golfs. Go check him mm-hmm. out on IG, boss Golfs. He did a video for them, which is on their website. If you go to Royal New oh, Kids wow. website, okay. the video on their website is, mm-hmm. is his work. Okay. And I'm looking at it and you're talking about you like Lynx Golf LB. Mm-hmm. Listen, get ready. Because okay. like, oh, go, go check out, go check out the website. I'm like, okay. oh, this looks pretty tough. And I, I, uh, I reached out to him. I texted Charles and said, Hey, what do I need to know about this? Cause our buddy break. I asked him if he wanted to go. He said he can't, but he's been there. And he said, get ready for a bleep woven. He said, you, you, you <laughs> said Just Well, I asked Charles to confirm this. Hey, and he said, Yeah, man. He said basically it's kinda a little bit pinehursty with the the way the fairways and greens can I guess roll into each other and you need mm. to be careful about where you place the ball. Because you'll oh, hit God. like he said you'll hit like a good drive and it'll roll through and then be in the thickets. He said, Not a ton of rough. Like mm. like so to your point mm-hmm. about the links golf, it'll be not a ton of rough. You have to really try to find it. But um, those greens can can he said and approaches can really punish you if you if you're not careful. And he gave a, a whole host of tips that I'll, I'll share with you on the way down or whatever. Okay. The Boss Golfs did. but um, yeah, so work short game, short game all day. Okay, is, is basically where we need to. Says
2: golf Ireland and Virginia.
0: Yeah, yeah, and wow. it looks okay. it too. It looks every part of it too. Okay. So, uh, and he said. Uh, so the last thing Charles said said it's he said what makes it fun and interesting and difficult is that it's not it doesn't look like anything that we play. Here, mm-hmm. so this should up. be okay. a good. This should be a good test and warm up for Bandon coming up in August. We've been playing mm-hmm. in the cold and the wind, obviously through the spring and the winter. So you know, it'd be cool to go down here, and get it as close to Lynx Golf as as we'll probably get until we go to to Bandon in August. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 looking forward to that.
1: Wow. wow. Nice. Okay,
2: I'm excited now. I'm actually going to get up on time and everything.
1: <laughs> Check that out. Check that out, Lawrence Brooks. Lawrence, speaking of playing <laughs> golf, you played at Red Wing Lake.
2: Yeah. Um, uh Rodney and I was down at Virginia. Virginia Beach um mm-hmm. this weekend. Rodney we're having a family uh, function. So we played at uh, what you just said, Red Wing Lake Golf Course. It's in uh Virginia Beach. It's a Muna. It's a Muni, I should say. Mm-hmm. So uh eh, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't all that beautiful. Uh price was <laughs> I like the price. The price yeah. was nice, like forty bucks, forty five bucks or whatever. Oh, see? Um, it was right in my wheelhouse, so that, that part was good. Yeah, two Virginia um,
0: courses. The V get love. People say, you know, mm-hmm, yep. people say, we never no, go to Virginia, no, no, right? Yeah, there you yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, no one says I, I say it, but That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two courses back to back. Yeah, so Muni. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Muni. After was doing
1: seventeen fifty seven as well, we did. We went yeah, down yeah. there. Yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, we played with Rachel
2: and um, Nima. I believe how I pronounce his name. Uh, they were they were visiting Virginia Beach as well. Um, so they had rented clubs from the, they didn't even have clubs. They rented from the, uh, you know, from the or pro shop. shop and played with mm-hmm. us, but they have a good group. Uh, we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, um, surprisingly, and I'm looking at my score brought that Rodney cap. I didn't write it down. So you can, be- <laughs> so you can believe it. Um, it, it, it says I shot a 91, which it I will, what I'm, I'm going to caveat that because one of the, Why are you surprised. Five, by that? well, because. It's just because I didn't feel like I shot a ninety one. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Okay, he didn't okay. feel that way. You didn't okay, feel that okay. good. Yeah. did
1: Rodney um, keep the score correct? Is he trying to keep you in the game mentally? And so he said oh, No, because because it
2: says here he shot a hundred. So if he was
1: keeping <laughs> if he was if he was
2: not keeping it, he would have refers to the numbers, you know what I mean? Right. He would have shot ninety one and now would have shot hundred. <laughs> um but that, that number is off because the par, one of the par fives had water on it. So mm-hmm. we played as a par three. So you <laughs> add two more strokes to what? that. See what I'm saying? What? One of the what par fives. There? Yeah. One of the par fives. Something had, I don't know. Maybe it's low level or whatever.
0: Oh, you, they mean, you mean? Oh, oh, they turned it into oh, a three because
2: yeah. they were. Oh, oh, right, 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 oh okay. Right. The way okay. you said it made it. Yeah. just
1: Played it like a par. <laughs> three. Just oh, say, you know what? Like no. Five. So no,
2: no, no. we're moving up to fairway. Yeah, it's too long. We're gonna make it short. Nah, it was one of those situations. Yeah, they had. They we played the par as a par three. Um, and I birdied that hole. I mean, I'm sorry, I parted that hole. I parted that hole. Check so, that out. So most add two more strokes, most strokes to that or whatever. So make it a mm-hmm. 93, which is still right where I have always been pretty much for the most part. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. But it was a decent course. It was fun to get out and um, and play. What I did notice when I got back to the house or the hotel that evening, I was done. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I was exhausted. I don't know why. I mean, I, I've... We rode in carts too, so I don't even know what the problem. We didn't even walk. Um, I don't know why. Too much so partying tired. that
1: weekend with the family. That's
2: what it was. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I Did y'all do a lot of activities with the people. So I took one of the soldiers with me. When I say soldier, I mean one of them big ass balls of gray goose with me. Yeah, yeah. And and it <laughs> so, and it didn't it didn't make it home. That yeah, okay. probably had something to do with it. So that it might be that, that maybe. might maybe. That might be why I was so tired the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <I can laughs> but happen. yeah, but it was a fun it was a fun round. And uh, Rachel and um. His name, I uh, hey email, Nima, email Nima, like that, right? yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, did y'all uh, shout out on. to them? And shout out to uh, our man that emailed us again. And I,
1: yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 uh, is yeah, yeah. Ted? yeah. I, forget, is, uh, I think so. Yeah, it is. we should read About Ted's the email. Yeah, we're going to read his email. We're going to read his email after the um, reveal okay. wealth interview with Al and, and Broderick. Um, so Manny started his PG his uh, PGA Junior League uh, this past weekend. Um, they had a scrimmage. So he plays with the paint branch team. It's the PG County Rex okay. one. He plays with the paint branch team like he did last year. Um, uh, he reminds everybody that he won MVP last year. On the team. I love it. I had pretty good, I had pretty, pretty good season last year. Had a pretty good season last year. So, so, um, uh, the scrimmage this weekend was against the, uh, Henson Creek team, uh, in Fort Washington. And so they came up the paint branch. And Manny was paired with a kid, Jordan, who's 12, but he's a little short for 12, right? But mm-hmm. the kid can hit. I mean, he's he's got a pretty good swing speed. Uh, so he was 12. Were, another young boy on the Henson team was 12. Another kid was uh, uh, 13, I think. Um, Manny's nine. And he's just out there playing with these guys. And I'm just, I'm watching Keeping it. On. And I'm just thinking when he gets their age and their height, mm-hmm. you, you know, like I can, I see what LB was saying. He's like, you know, give it a couple years and he's just, he's going to be out there dealing. And he did, I mean, they used all, they used all his drives, every, mm-hmm. si- I mean, whether really? he was, uh, whether he was one thirty out. Cause so he doesn't tee off. So boys 12 and 13, they have a, a tee box further back oh, than, okay, than okay. the girls and anyone 12 and uh, 11 and under. Right. And mm-hmm. so by about, you know, maybe uh, 10 yards in some cases, five yards, in some cases uh, in some, maybe 15. And so uh, they're teeing off. Every single one, whether it was one thirty uh, back or whether it was uh, you know uh one ten on the green, you know. Now again, he he gets his putting honest. He can't putt to save his life. I try to, right. <laughs> you know, but but his partner was really this, the, the kid who was the other kid, Jordan, who could really chip and putt. I mean, okay. and so um and so they beat. They ended up beating them. Um, they do this thing where they count flags, and so they only play six holes. Each two whole groups counts as a flag that you've got to win. They won all three of them. Oh. The team ended up winning the scrimmage, and they play Enterprise. This up, Enterprise has two teams, there and they go. play Enterprise. One of the teams coming up this uh, this upcoming Saturday. So it was, but it was cool to see some of the kids who were on the team last year getting taller, uh, yeah. getting better. One girl, Malia, who Manny played two rounds. She was on his team for two rounds last year, and the, the she's night and day. She's night wow. and day better. She, she's much taller much more confident. She swings so Mm -hmm. fast. And so she's, she, I mean, she's out there, um, you know, almost driving greens, you know, from where she's playing. And, um, it was just really good to see the progress, you know, for a lot of the kids. And, um, and and Manny again. It's like, and I think I can get MVP again this year. It's like, I well, just just win. Like it's you know these you know you you're competing with them, not against them. Right, Bigger team, good team. But he wants to be you know, he wants to be good. So um, so he's off to a good start to the season. So we'll see how that how that ends up. All right, let's jump into this interview, guys, with Reveal Wealth, um, the website werevealwealth.com. We've got Al and we've got Broderick.
0: It's Golf DMV.
1: Golf DMV. It is my pleasure to introduce you to the fellas at. Uh, reveal wealth the website we revealwealth.com. we've got broderick young and al johnson founding partners of reveal wealth uh, and financial advisors there al broderick thank you guys so much for joining golf dmv and thank you so much for being sponsors of the show uh believing in what we do believing in the, the golf dmv community uh and and the feelings mutual we believe in you guys at reveal wealth and what you do for the community from a financial standpoint guys thank you for being on the show
3: Oh, man, thank you so much, Claude. It's a pleasure to be here and to be part of the golf DMV community, my brother. Thanks for having us.
1: Appreciate Absolutely. You, Looking forward thank to it. Thank you. Absolutely. Got a chance to play nine holes at Hampshire Green with our uh, Greens Alan Vern was with us, too. And despite seeing me spray the driver all over the place and and, and act and act like I couldn't chip at all, uh, he, he still wanted to be committed to the golf DMV family. And so, you know, this guy's commitment through the highs and lows of golf and of life. So we want to talk a little bit about Reveal Wealth and we'll talk a little bit, uh, uh, golf too. Um, but first let's, let's, for people who aren't familiar with you, and I guess we'll start with you, Al. Um, how did you get into the financial industry? Uh, and just give us your path there and then, and then we will go to you.
3: Yeah, man. So appreciate it, Claude. Um, been in the financial services industry uh, going on 13 years now, man. And as I was, um, you know, going to get on this podcast, I was thinking about how it all worked out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, always been in a client facing or what I like to say, a customer service type role. Um, I started out my career, um, retail management in the jewelry business, um, running each up and down the East coast, um, opening stores, um, growing business. I uh, ended up in the luxury automotive business, as I like to say. Uh, yes. I was a uh, sales manager as well as an associate with Lexus. And mm-hmm. um, in 2007, excuse me, in 2005, something phenomenal happened. I met my wife. Mm -hmm. And in 2007, I was blessed enough to get married, man. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I was managing a store. And at the end of the month, I don't know if you've ever been in the car business or are familiar with it, but, you know, we're working 60 hour weeks. Right. Um, And at the end of the end of the month, I was sitting there and I was reporting cars to Toyota. And this is at the beginning of my marriage. And um, I got home and it was about 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. And my new wife was upstairs asleep sleep. Right. And this wasn't the first time this happened. And at that moment, I said, you know, I, I might need to do something different. It's the, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, the beginning of our relationship. This is the time that we need to be nurturing and, you know, getting to know each sure. other, setting sure. that sure. foundation. Um, so I need to do something different, man. So I, I, um, I, I went on a search. Uh, you know, was doing pretty good financially. So I was thinking about all of these different entrepreneurial opportunities. And you know, I it got to a point I was even researching like a trash business. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just looking for stuff, <laughs> looking for stuff, right? <laughs> um, and and you know, the long story short, man, God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone walked into the store. And I guess they saw what they saw in me and thought I'd be talented in the financial services business. And they nice. told me about the 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 opportunity to provide from an income standpoint and the, the ability to be flexible and be my own boss. And mm-hmm. I was sold. yeah. Um, and, yeah. And this was um, 2009. And the minute I walked into my first training class, um, guess who was teaching the class? My brother, uh, Broderick. My brother Broderick, yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> nice.
3: um, so, you know, since then, man, me and him have been, you know, best friends. Like I said, that's my brother. Um, and now co-founders of a financial planning and wealth management firm, man. So, you know, that's a, a, a short way to, to break down a long story for you.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for that. Before you get started, Broderick, it's interesting because you went through years ago what so many people are going through now—the Great Resignation, where you know they 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 have these thoughts of you know this nine to five or you know you said these sixty-hour weeks. It's not working for me anymore. I want more flexibility. I want you know I want a job uh, that that cares. You know whether it's about home life or balance and stuff like this. And if they're not getting it, they're, they're looking for it. It's so interesting how just what. I guess that that, you know, that would be almost 12 or, or 13 years before the great resignation. You had your own you know moment of great resignation. And just as you do that, you meet Broderick. Broderick's teaching that class. So how did you get in the financial industry? And then we want to talk about Reveal Wealth. So
4: I got started, man, 24 years ago. But mm-hmm. really before then, when I was seven or eight years old, around then, my aunt died, my mom's older sister and My mom and my dad adopted my five first cousins. Mm. So it went from my brother and I, my mom and my dad, three bedroom house, one bathroom to nine people, actually (laughs) 10, because one of my first cousins had a baby. Oh, okay. (laughs) Ten people in a three bedroom house Mm -hmm. with one bathroom, all the boys in one room, all the girls in another Mm -hmm. room. And at that young age, Claude, man, I I looked at it and I said, you know, this is cool. A lot of people to play with, mm-hmm. but what would have helped my parents do a little bit better? You know, okay. I was involved in the Christmas time when we got to split up this money. My dad at the, at 11, I worked since I was 11, you know, mm-hmm. all the boys, you got to go get this grind. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I became intrigued with finance or, I didn't know the name of it was finance back then. I'm from Mm -hmm. Liberty City, Miami, Florida, right? So I didn't Mm -hmm. know it was finance, but I knew money would help, right? So I immediately at that point started reading some things up and went to school, got a degree in finance and insurance, came out, got my designation, certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant and began working in this industry. And as I found, I ran into a lot of people who were like my mom and my dad. You know, it was hard for them to get quality information from qualified people, you know, in our community, a lot of stuff come through, you know, the next get rich quick joint that Mm -hmm. everybody tries to jump on because they want to do better by their families, but really prudent planning, some, some foundational stuff that's been tried and true throughout time doesn't come through our community often. And when it does, it usually doesn't communicate with us in a way where we can understand and really get it. Mm -hmm. So I was out and I wanted to make and bring that to the market space. And, of course, like Al said, God works in mysterious ways. I met my brother. I trained my brother. We started getting work. And probably about 2015, he said, hey, man, we need to get out here and do some things for our community. We need to do something together. You know, we need to create our own firm. And it took me a little while
1: to wrap my (laughs) head around it. But January 20th, (laughs) 2020, Revealed Wealth was born. Nice. to say, reveal wealth is born, uh, and so we we know, you know, uh, financial advisors, all the all, all the services stuff. People can go to the website werevealwealth By the way, uh, so, Broderick, when, when people hear, you know, okay, reveal wealth, financial uh, advisors, all kinds of things may come to mind. Give us the scope. You guys started it. Uh, the scope of what you do and and what you bring to uh, as far as service for um, you know your clients and for the community.
4: So with any individual we work with, man, we're operating from a holistic financial planning standpoint because we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not operating as the only tool we have in our box is a hammer. So Claude got to look like a nail, right? Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We want to see where people are right now, where they want to be in the future and determine what's the best strategies to help get them there. And then ultimately begin helping them implement strategies At the levels of which they're able to do now to help grow them up and get them to where they need to be we both have the experience of interacting with risk management with investments with um, disability whatever it may be so we can look at a client and help design specifically to what it is that they need to Mm -hmm. get more bang for their buck make their money work for as hard as them as they do for it and ultimately In our community, the big buzz phrase today is generational wealth, right? Mm -hmm. So we really want to help people understand, one, what is generational wealth? And two, what does that look like for you if that's what you're trying to accomplish? And miss some of the pitfalls that are out there that we know are going to be drains on wealth in the future, Um, whereas most people may not be seeing it or looking that far out. Because we're interacting on a daily basis, we can give you kind of that third eye and say, look, you might want to go here versus there. Because this is what it's going to turn out for 10, 15 years from now. And that's not the outcome
1: you're looking for. Mm-hmm, that holistic approach. Al, so yeah, when it comes to that whole thing, with uh, give us more as far as the scope and, 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 you know, with what you guys do, if you have any, any more.
3: Yeah, like, I mean, Brad broke it down, you know, phenomenally, man. But the one thing that I'll say when it comes to us and the work we do, you know, as it says on our website, man, we meet people where they are. Right. And we know that there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of myths, um, a lot of preconceived notions about working with financial advisors, financial planners, whomever in this industry. Um, but with us, man, I like to say that everything begins with the conversation mm-hmm. and ends with the plan. You know, when we created Reveal Wealth, we set out to create a firm that would reveal uh, the financial strategies, and the tools that have been used throughout history to protect, accumulate, and ultimately distribute wealth. Uh, mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure that we were bringing qualified professionals and quality solutions uh, to the marketplace and the communities in which we serve. So, you know, there, there's no barrier of information with us. Our job, and, and what I like to say, from the, we come from a standpoint of educate first, mm-hmm. right? So we want to teach people, Right. We just don't want to tell you what to do. We want you to understand um, what's out there, why you're doing it and how all of these things work together in a cohesive fashion. So, you know, you'll continue to hear it throughout this this um, interaction, man. Uh, We're big on prudent financial planning, prudent planning, doing stuff that's been known to work. You know, we're not about the next get rich quick scheme um, or this fly by not opportunity or the stuff that you're going to see on IG or TikTok. (laughs) or whatever whoever's talk or whoever's chat right Right. (laughs) Um, we want to show you the things that we've seen wealthy people do to Mm -hmm. ultimately accumulate wealth and you can start on a small scale you can start on a large scale again the Mm -hmm. idea is to meet you where you are and get started so progress not perfection my brother
1: well right. and I love it because you know you talk about strategy, you talk about planning, and sometimes we don't we don't have the patience for that. Like we think Whoa. we can literally build generational wealth in a month. And it's like well, I mean if you could do it, people would have been doing it and you know we'd have a whole session on how to but you can't. Like it that's never worked. And so cuz my wife and I were talking about this the other day, you know you have all these kind of pyramid schemes that people come up with and all these other kind of get rich quick stuff. And it's so funny how cuz we've had family mem- members who would do this who would buy into this stuff and they would act like you're behind the game and you're going to miss all the stuff. And I'm like, but you still have two jobs and asked me for money two months ago. So I don't understand why, how am I behind? Because I don't want to sign up for this thing that I got to pay and be part of some little bubble thing. Like, no, why don't we sit oh. like you said, why don't we sit down? Let's talk strategy and building it. And I'm if I'm going to be better off in five years from now, that I'm in today, then let me work that as opposed mm. to you know trying to jump into something and then you know trying to scheme people into stuff you know because I got schemed in it. But if we all scheming each other, then maybe some of us would be okay. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like we, we I don't understand why that happened. You
4: no, know, Claude, it's like getting on the golf course and saying I'm gonna go through this whole course with a hole in one on every hole. That's right. my strategy. Right. <laughs> That's my strategy. Hole in, hole in one! one. all yeah. do today. Hole in one! All eighteen going down. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I got this. That's what and, that you is. know. It's comedy, but a lot of people approach <laughs> their finances like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get out here mm-hmm.
3: and hold in one. I'm going for it all every time. Oh, hey, ne- right. never practiced before, but I'm gonna make this thing happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No,
1: you're right. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about some of these mm-hmm. mindsets that sometimes that we may have, because, I, because I've had them, too, you know, before. Um, so someone may think, you know, I love the fact that you, I come, we come right where you are. Someone may feel like I don't make enough money to see a financial advisor or my finances are in a mess. I don't. I'm too embarrassed to show you guys. Talk about that. Come as you are. Approaching, and, and even if that's where you are, you're too embarrassed. You made some bad decisions, or, or you don't make a lot of money, and you're like, "There's no reason for me to even see one." Why should they still uh, uh, contact you guys?
4: So there's a couple of things we like to share with people, man, when we're working with them. One thing we share with them a lot is um, Al turned 45 last month, March 26. right? Mm-hmm. Most of a month and, ha-
1: and had a nice little trip, from what I understand. Had a nice oh, little yeah, right.
4: nice mm-hmm. trip. I did. I did. But I, um, I ran him a reiteration because I'm a nerd. So I ran him a reiteration of what it would have looked like if somebody would have talked his parents into saving 100 bucks a month invested in a specific asset the day he was born till his 45th birthday, mm-hmm. 100 bucks a month. Claudia would have had almost $2.6 million today. Wow. And wow. When we show people that to say, we, a lot of times we think it takes a lot. But Warren Buffett says it best. It takes discipline and it takes some time. Mm-hmm. You know, now the less time you got, the more you got to throw at it. But if you got discipline, and you got some time, you can make it happen. And mm-hmm. as far as people thinking, you know, oh, my house isn't in order or oh, I'm I messed up, I'm messed up, I'm messed up. You know, my grandfather used to always say, that's what got you where you are right now. <laughs> you know, so, so you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you want to do better, You want to surround yourself around people who know better. um, And for the people who, you know, I'm going to do it myself. I can figure it out. I can figure it out. It always amazes me that people at the highest levels of professions, all of them have coaches. Mm. Mm -hmm. You think, I mean, Tiger Woods got a coach, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Rory got a coach. And when they end the game, they got caddies to bounce stuff off of Mm in the game. Mm-hmm, you know, so mm-hmm. they don't go out there by themselves and say, man, I'm going to play these 18s or 72 and figure it out, right? Figure it out. And, they, and they're at the highest level. It's pretty safe to say That's all safe. of them know how to hit a golf ball, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Yet, they still have coaches, caddies, and everything else to help them get through and perform at a high level. It's no different with your money. It's no different with mm-hmm. you. You always <laughs> should have somebody, if, if you really want to perform at the highest levels of where you are.
1: Mm hmm.
3: And I I think I'll add another thing to that. You know, one of the things that we always tell people, and it's so true, man, we don't try to fix anything that's not broke. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you come to us and, you know, we have different levels of planning. Uh, we have foundational planning for folks that have just started. They they need to put some some things in place, whether, you know, it's a traditional IRA, whether they need to do some risk management stuff, whatever the case may be. And then we have folks that are a little bit more sophisticated in what they've already done. They may need a little bit more comprehensive stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have you know, we, we can cater to and assist um, and add value to everyone. But, you know, if we take a look at your stuff, you know, number one, we're not going to judge you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, if it's if you're doing everything right, we're going to tell you if you have some shortfalls or some gaps in your planning, guess what? We're going to let you know. Right. Um, But it it goes back to that education and it goes back to that conversation, man. And, And I think, you know, when people sit down with us and they you know, had the reveal wealth experience, so to speak, um, they, they realized quickly that it's a little bit different than what they may have or may have thought they were going to experience when working with the financial planning and a wealth management firm, man.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. That sounds good. You know, it's funny because, and I've said this on the show, you know, when, when, when we... Um, you know, uh, mention, you know, our partnership with you guys uh, is, you know, you got to get get a professional to, to do, you know, to, to do it. You know, I'm I do media stuff, you know, and so, you know, I don't do money. I don't do you know, it's like if you have a plumbing issue in the house, you don't say, well, I'm too embarrassed that this toilet doesn't work. So I'm just going to close I'm going to close this bathroom and not let anyone use it. You call a plumber to fix it. Right. And so if you and so and because and because and and, I felt your heart out when we were playing golf, it's like and, and, and I'm saying about the uh, uh, kind of jumping on the thing about being embarrassed because so many so that's a barrier for so many people like they have these financial issues and they're just ashamed of it. And they're like, no, man, get with the professionals. They can help you. You know, you're not ashamed of, to call the plumber when the toilet's broken. You're not ashamed to call, you know, electrician when the power's out. Like, call, get with these guys and get and get your money together. And that's how you can start to build stuff, something that will last. You know, for uh, for your families.
4: Well, let, let, me, let me say, man, ahead. bad is all relative. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So you might think you horrible.
4: But but we've see some things. We might be able to let you know, hey, look, it's not as bad as you think.
1: No. Facts. <laughs>
3: yes, yes. <laughs>
1: right. right, right, right.
3: Yeah. Okay. And I was going to throw another uh, another thing out, too, Clogs. I think we might have talked about this on, you know, the golf course, right? People get intimidated. So, you know, we, we are a wealth management and financial planning firm, right? So someone mm-hmm. may say, hey, I don't have wealth or, you know, I don't have the means to to pursue that. But wealth is a mindset, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Wealth Mm -hmm. is a mindset. Wealth is a behavior. When achieving wealth, it's about, you know, taking, taking uh, the creating the right habits and the right mindset around money around being a good steward of your money about being a good steward of your time about your family it's about you know foundational stuff man Mm -hmm. that will put you in the right position to be able to make moves and ultimately uh come out with a with a better outcome whether it be financially spiritually physically because we're Mm -hmm. we're about health as wealth too Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um right before the pandemic my brother got me started in peloton so nah. you know, we bike, we run, we you know, it's about health and wealth, man. It's it's a, it's a lifestyle. And well, we went in opposite
4: of one of the differences between us and other people, Claude. As I was talking, it just reminded me. I can't tell you, man, how many times we're the first people to tell our people that Claude. You may not have known it, but you're your biggest asset. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out here in this world worth more than you. Mm-hmm. You know, as we operate in these Americas with the diaspora that we're from, we don't get told that a lot. So when I start looking at your money and understanding that you're your biggest asset, are we spending money in places that's sowing back into your largest asset? Or are we spending most of our money making other people rich?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: See, Because if more of your money is going to make Mercedes rich or more of your money is going to make uh, PXG, rich or whatever, and you ain't got nothing to <laughs> hey, 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 thank hey, to do. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I had, to, I had to jab him, I Had to jab them. Yeah, yeah, man, those, P- hey, those, hey, PFC, those, those those clubs
3: was a gift. And- I
2: didn't buy those clubs.
3: We got, some two we
2: got two PX, PXG guys. Oh, I, bought other... I bought mine. I yeah, bought mine. I should have thought a guild claw? I wasn't even talking to LB. He had to jump
3: in on it though. Yeah. 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 See he me thought you talking about him. Man, I'm saying those things are hot off the face though. Right. They They are.
1: Yeah, no, that's no, but no, you're right. You're right. I, I appreciate that. So Vern, um, Vern wanted to jump in um, with a question. Um, about timeline, but yeah, go, go right ahead, Vern. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, brothers. You got to hear my disembodied voice here. I got a got home situation, but um, when we were on the course playing with uh playing with Al at Hampshire Greens, uh, my, me and my buddy Mike were traders, and we were talking about you know options trading and swing trading things like that. And yeah, uh, Al brought up something um, specific I wanted him to speak to about about how a wealth manager thinks about time and this isn't unique to just reveal and you know i listen to a lot of financial podcasts and i notice when you talk to people who are trying to build wealth uh you know for us the trainer you know we're thinking about next week maybe the month a couple of days if you're intraday whatever when you talk to somebody who's trying to build wealth they tend to think in like three five seven years so can you can you just kind of break down uh Al or Roger like what time means to somebody who's trying to build wealth like how you view time when somebody comes to you with an opportunity
3: yeah, man. I'll, so, the first thing I'll let Broderick break down because he does it even better than me. And something like we always talk to our clients, man, about is the difference between saving, investing, and gambling. So, Bro, talk to that for a second, then I'll come back in, man.
4: Oh, so, yeah. And the majority of the time in our communities, we do it backwards. We gamble, lose our money, <laughs> confuse it with investing, <laughs> getting disenfranchised with it. And we didn't we blew all our savings. Um, it's <laughs> levels to it, right? So, when I hear Bern <laughs> Sam and his buddy are traders, I'm still willing to bet you that he has three to six months of savings sitting on the sideline that he don't trade with. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, if (laughs) if the radiator goes out, right. You know what I mean? It's levels to it. He probably still has a systematic investing program going on somewhere where if he runs into a bad trade here or there, he still knows he has some wealth going. And to me, again, that's the difference, right? We need to start making sure that we have our savings. Mm-hmm. Then we can build with investments. And then if you want to shoot the three ball or shoot the half court shot all the time, go for it. We're all about putting people's money in places that has the highest probability for success. Right. And trading. Some people are good at it. Most people are not. Most people. <laughs> I mean, I think the data is 95% of traders lose money. Why? Fact. You don't have the time to watch it. You don't know where it's going. I see LB saying, yep, that's me. And we all try it, you know, it's cool. But if that's the only thing you have going on, generally, Claude, you wake up like some of your family members where you keep looking for that next thing that's gonna put you on, Mm -hmm. and you wake up 10, 15 years later, and you're still worse off than you were when you started.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bottom line. But you know, and to 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 piggyback on that, it it is about life cycles you know, in the financial planning realm, Vern, you know, our job, and I tell people all the time is to, you know, make the complicated simple. So, you know, when we talk to people about their finances, we really want them to picture their finances like a house, right? Your financial house. And at the bottom of each and every house, in order to make it structurally sound, what do we need? We need a good foundation, foundation. Mm -hmm. right? We need a good foundation. So, when the when the emergencies come, right, when the storms come, when the rain comes, when the hurricanes come, right, we want to make sure that we're still on proper ground and proper footing. So with us, that's risk management. So we take people through risk management to make sure that they're going to be straight. God forbid the worst happens. So we plan for the worst while we can. Next phase, that's the accumulation phase. So in the accumulation phase, that's where we're trying to show you how to make money. Right. And like Brian said earlier, we want to make sure your money is working uh, harder for you than you are for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You hear that analogy all the time, working while you sleep. But we want to make sure that we're doing so also in a tax favorable manner. So, you know, we're not tax professionals, we're not accountants, but we understand taxes affect on growing wealth, right? So we work our clients and show them how to manage those taxes on the front end while they're accumulating, but not only on the front end, but also on the back end when you're in the final stage of your financial life, which is distribution, right? Mm -hmm. That's retirement. Why do we call it distribution? Because we're going to take those assets that you've hopefully have accumulated and turn mm-hmm. those into a distribution stream of income that you can't outlive. Right. So those are kind of like the three steps that we work our clients through. And a lot of that is based on timing and where they are within their life. But you know, right. If you're bumping your head right to retirement, you're not going to be as risky as a 30 year old that's plans on working for the next 30 years. So mm-hmm. those are some of the things that we keep in and in mind when we're working with clients and putting together plans and solutions for them. Um all of it works together, man.
0: Facts. Facts. I mean, it was uh it, it's just you know, it was it was interesting to have the conversation on the course with you and, and talk to my buddy Mike after, you know, about it afterwards because again, not to go too inside baseball, but as we as we move along in our trading journey, uh and again, you know, listening to you guys and, and other financial experts, we were surprised to find how many. You know how many successful people? just I mean, buy and hold, buy and hold S and P will just beat a lot of people, like to Bro- to Project's point, who just aren't good at trying to manage, you know, day to day, day to day uh, interactions themselves in the markets or whatever. It's just because it's just, you know up eighteen percent, seven percent a year, and um and and yeah, just the value of staying in something for you know three to five to seven years and stuff. So yeah, and so. it's the
4: emotion also, Vern. I mean, you have placed oh, that yes. trade where you started, Ooh. and then you know you looked at it two days later, and you were down sixty percent. And you probably needed to talk to your buddy because the plan was to hold it for a month. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I see I'm down 60%. And then hold on, man. You know, so yeah. it, 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 again, layers to it. Um, you know, if you have things structured correctly, you have more success overall. And you mm-hmm. could go out there and, you know, shoot the shot to try to hit it. You know, Bitcoin and crypto and all those things are out there now. Those things are, they're fine, but I don't want you cryptocurrency in <laughs> when, again, if your lights go out or, or if the refrigerator go out, you, you can't mm-hmm. get that. We, we, we got to get some things together first.
3: It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, it's a priority you said straight.
1: Yeah, right. Well, because, you know, you heard this say that a lot of people, whether it's one illness away or one big tragedy away from being broke. And mm-hmm. we shouldn't be that way. And that's why we've got our partners here. At reveal wealth. We reveal wealth dot com is the website. L.B., you've got a question.
2: Yeah, just, just one quick question. Earlier in this uh, conversation, you mentioned something about the pitfalls that everybody makes. Can you give our listeners and, and myself one or two of those common pitfalls that most people make in their financial uh, planning? Sure. So, you know, my brother Al mentioned
4: one that's um, taxation. You know, a lot of times when people come to us, they always want to talk about what's your fee, what's your fee, what's your fee. Mm-hmm. And our fees are going to be competitive, if not even more competitive than what the market space are. Um, because we're not in it to feed people to death, right? But what you should be asking is, what's my tax situation going to be in the future? You mm-hmm. know, And we'll show people what tax brackets have been, what tax rates have been in the past. And when you look at the reality that we owe about $33 trillion as a country in debt, we bring in about $7 trillion in tax revenue per year. If we stop spending today, it still would take four and a half years or so for us to pay the debt off we owe right now. So if I was asking y'all, if you were gambling people, you think taxes are going to go up or down over the next 30 years, what would you say? All the way up. So all the way, all the right? Way up. So yeah. it probably would make sense to have your money diversified to where you're not going to pay taxes on it in the future. But a lot mm-hmm. of us, no harm, no nothing wrong. We're trying to do well. We're putting all our money in assets that are going to be 100% taxable when we get out and need to use <laughs> So we really don't know what we need. That's pitfall number one. Number two, extended health care, man. If you haven't done it yet, you already know somebody that's had to take care of somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. And way too often, especially in communities of color, we don't think about it until we need it. I mean, if mm-hmm. I had a dollar for every time I got a phone call, hey, man, you know, my aunt just had a stroke. You think we can get some long-term care? No, bro, we can't. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a no at this point. You know, so insurance is not bought with your money. It's bought with your health. You mm. have all the money in the world. You don't have a health, You're not going to get it. So taxes and extended health care are going to eat wealth away significantly. Um, the state of Washington just passed what's called the Washington's Cares Act at the end of last year. And pretty much they're taxing. Every person that's employed in the state of Washington coming right out their paycheck to provide them with a small level of long-term care, because that's how much it's costing the state. And wow. they say it, it, it's not sustainable for the state. So they're taxing people now.
1: What was the name of that again? The Washington what? Washington Cares Act. Okay. You can mm-hmm. state coming of Washington. to a
3: state near you. Listen, to a anybody, state near you.
1: anybody listening right now, go ahead and raise your hand if you knew about the Washington Cares Act. Yeah, no uh, one's hand is up. This is yeah. why you deal with professionals, because we wouldn't know that stuff. They know it, and they help you navigate through it. Uh, we were wealth.com, that's the website. Let's talk a little bit about golf, guys. I know I told you guys a little, uh, you know, like 10 or 15 minutes, but no one should ever listen to anything that I say. It's always good 10 minutes, it's going to turn into 30. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I, real quick. Um, so, Al, you've been playing golf for a while. You also have a son, Clarkson, who's really good at golf. Broderick, Correct. you just started, right? Let's go down this timeline. Al, let's talk a little bit of golf, Broderick, and do you guys know when you got it?
3: So I'll tell you this, man. The day we got out of Hampshire greens, remember I was I was slinging that driver, right? Mm-hmm. I was putting it out there, mm-hmm. like 275, 280, straight down the fairway. Has not happened since. <laughs> I, was, I was feeling good, man. Has not <laughs> happened since. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I play, um, you know, when I played, I'm – You know, if I, if I, my handicap's probably about a 14, 15. So Mm -hmm. if I'm, if I'm out there, if I can, you know, break 90 or shoot low nineties, I'm a happy camper, especially since I don't practice, man. Like you said, Clarkson (laughs) is the golfer. So when I'm out there, I'm out there with him, you know, trying to get him straight. Thankfully, we are finally at a place where, you know, he's 10 years old, so we can go out. Um, you know, play around and I can mm-hmm. let him do his thing and not try to coach and not answer any questions. He's picking his own clubs and all that good stuff now.
1: Nice,
2: um, nice. So we're
3: in a good space, man, where, where we're gonna, um, you know, hopefully ha- continue to have fun. He's gonna have fun and I can start to practice, um, so I can, you know, work these PXGs. Then <laughs> you get that rottery. You can't hey, you can't have PXGs and go out there duffing the ball. That's no, cool, no, no, no. Yeah. That, doesn't, That's right. that doesn't
1: that doesn't fit that mall at all.
3: Nah, not at all. So, <laughs> you know, I gotta get my game together, man.
1: PXG going to end up calling calling guys and say, hey, we, we'll give you an, an additional $4,000 if you give us our clubs back. Okay, right. yeah,
3: you, right, you're making <laughs> us look bad. You're making us look bad,
1: player. <laughs> and Rodrick, where did you start? Because you, so you just I, started,
4: right? I just started. As um, a matter of fact, I started when Al got his PXGs because then I got some new clubs. They look like his old clubs, but they new clubs to me. <laughs> so that's when I started, man. So I, I'm still... I'm confident enough to get out there and not embarrass myself. But I, I've already reached the pinnacle because, as my brother would tell you, he's still a little salty. I got to go to the Masters this year, man. did oh, you? Yeah. That's what y'all need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to go to the Masters. So that, it was phenomenal. That, well, so yeah what, yeah, what was that experience like? So my, my older brother also played. I'm the only one that does not play. All my <laughs> other brothers play. Uh, mm-hmm. So my older brother calls me. I think me and Al were in the car together. We might have been in South Florida. And he was like, hey man, what y'all doing? I'm like, hey, we are just roll to get some work done. He's like, I got tickets for Sunday on the masses. You wanna go? So I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to go. Now, honestly, <laughs> I don't really understand the gravity of it, right? Because I'm not <laughs> in the golf like that. But even
3: Meanwhile, I meanwhile, Alan, Al in the car. Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, no. I'm like, you how many tickets you got? you got three, right?
1: <laughs> but but wait, 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 here's what I love. I love you, I love your brother. Cause so you you in the car with Al, your brother says. What y'all doing? Oh, we riding around. He's like, do you want to go to the next <laughs> In it's hierarchy? I'm older. So he's older. I'm the next
4: in line. You know, if I wasn't around, it would have went to Al then my little brother. Hey, so <laughs> stop, right. So we go and you know, my again, my older brother, he's into it. So we mm-hmm. have to walk the entire course. Right. It. Oh yeah. He has mm-hmm. to see every hole. Period. Hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta see it, see it from the green, see it from here, see it from there. So I'm learning because I'm, you know, I'm still picking up, picking up. And um, we found a spot on 14. Um, and we were looking at Amen's Corner. We were looking at another spot, but 14, man, we were right there on the green. And to claim the claim to fame, man, we saw Tiger. It was a bogey putt, but it was a phenomenal bogey putt that he hit on 14. Mm-hmm. And literally. Um, my brother recorded on television. You can see us in the background behind Tiger on TV. <laughs> nice. And, you know, we got that photo booked out, man. <laughs> so it, it was this love. Was definitely something that I'm going to try to make sure to get to do it again and take out this time um, <laughs> you know, so he can have that, that experience of the Masters. We actually got to drive um, down Magnolia Lane because oh, uh, we had a guy who um, worked at Augusta National. He's a photographer there. Um, so my brother, hit one of his co workers colleagues, or something's married to them, they get tickets all the time. So we had a really good master's experience, man. Nice. Very good. nice. Very and, nice. and
1: and like you said, I had no clue the magnitude of it. Okay, yeah, yeah I, sure. I, it's, it's a yeah. big, It's like, this is one of the important ones, right? And then it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well,
4: you know, I knew it was the granddaddy of them all. I knew that, right? Um, but I can't tell you. So we were getting ready to go, and they were like, you guys want to drive down Magnolia Lane? Or you just want to go in other entrance? My brother's like, Magnolia Lane. And I'm like, mm-hmm. What's Magnolia like? But okay, we're going to go down that. You know, let's go see what this does. You know, so, but yeah, it was it was truly, if I wasn't really enthused about getting involved, yeah, man, after, after that experience, oh, yeah, that was it. Of
3: course. Of <laughs> At course. least I got some swag, Claude. He brought me back some, a towel, um, mm-hmm. some cups. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, no what cheese sandwich? Get, man, a, a divot, you got a, hat. Tool, oh, a divot tool. Oh, divot tool, nice. Hat. nice hat. Okay. He okay, cool. So he, look, he, look, he looked out that. for you, but yeah. now every now I, so here's the bad part though. I wore the hat the other day, had my green and white uh, oh. shirt on, matching. The guy was like, "Did you go to the? You went to the Masters? <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, I'm, I'm not <laughs> no. I'm just fronting. <laughs> I'm just pretending like I
1: win. Guys, the website is we com. You're going to hear from these guys and and see them on our social pages. We'll do a couple video series, really just trying to help folks. Uh, you know, build that foundation. If the foundation is strong, and you know, you're pretty savvy with money in your business, they want to check the tires, make sure the car is still running right. Uh, man, utilize these services when you when you go to weaverewealth we dot com. Let them know you heard about them on Golf DMV. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, talking a little bit of golf, we got to get out and play some. Um, we should get Clarkson and Manny together too, man. You know, Manny played his first round of golf with us at Laytonsville a couple weeks ago and and Manny could hang, you know, I know Clarkson can, 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 and so uh, we should, we should do that, get everybody together Mm -hmm. and have a good time.
3: Let's do do it, Claude. I was going to tell you, man, on our website, uh, we reveal at the top, there's a place where folks can schedule a consultation. Um, consultations don't cost anything. Send them to the website, schedule a consultation. Everything begins with the conversation and ends with the plan, man. It's Goff DMV.
1: Yeah, guys, check those guys out, man. Really enjoyed the conversation with our buddies at uh, Reveal Wealth, WeRevealWealth.com. We'll have them back on the show. and We'll go to some video content with them um, as well. So the only person who emails the show is a guy named Ted. And uh, so I want to read Ted's email. You guys can email the show. Go to the website. Go to contact us. And um, tell yeah, us about your rounds. Tell us where you play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, we always welcome new golfers. Like, if you want to play with the group, just, you know, email us. We'll hook up. Women, I Aaron. Aaron, mm, Aaron yeah. Um, uh, who else? Matt and Lou. Before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel show. like we've played with other people before. I just can't remember like mm-hmm. well, yeah. well Brant Brant wasn't a show guy. Brant we we, 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 yeah, we, we, oh, yeah, we we met him because at the right. We met Jerry. Yeah, we met Jerry Austin. I Austin that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We also so that's got, how got to I schedule when he was he had surgery on his knee. But I think he should oh, be recovered by now. Yeah. We also gotta we also gotta schedule something with our guys from mediocre golf podcast. Right. Yeah, those guys. Um let's see. So this is what uh Ted said. He said the broadcast of the Masters show, um how much Tiger, even out of contention, drives viewership, advertising, etc. He says it was quite an achievement given the injuries he suffered in the car wreck. Yes, because not only did he almost die in the car wreck afterwards, yes. you know, he was going to them. But thought they might have to amputate his leg. Uh, he says I believe that while he may uh, play the remaining majors, his only chance to contend is the uh, British Open, or as Vern likes to say, the Open Championship. Yes, right. Um, uh, let's see shorter course, uh, and if the conditions allow, he can bump it around there. The weather is unknown. Uh, we could see how it bothered him at the Masters and the cold, uh, yeah. wet conditions, and so yeah, no, great, mm-hmm. great point. Saint I mean, Andrew's a chance to win one. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Saint yep. Andrew's the old course, and so we'll see, we'll see. Thanks, Ted. Ted, mm-hmm. email us anytime, man. Um, yeah, dude, and let's play, hey, man. Local. You, uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he is local.
0: Yeah, we gotta. Figure um,
1: out. Yeah, reach out. Well, to his him. his when his handle says U M Terp, so I'm a I'm gonna give him that he's local. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. So check that out. All right, cool. Um and so yeah, we read t- I think I think that's it. I think that's all we got for this week. You guys will report back from um uh what is it, new Royal Royal New Kid.
2: Royal New Kid. Yeah, it looks really mm-hmm. it does look nice. You no, know, until we mm-hmm. playing from the whites at sixty one ninety four. Sure. Or the member tees at fifty four. Ooh, I should play at fifty
1: four. <laughs> member <tees. laughs> We'll see. We'll figure out all these things and more next week. <laughs> I'll DMV. All right, guys.